Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we're going to be giving you our Hell in the Cell recap. All the WWE news going forward, including their 14 to 32 new glorified house shows coming up in the next <laughs> few weeks. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Ricochet on NXT. Some NJPW news, that, and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Look at you taking your time. Just Man, jump the, the gun street. though a little bit though. Did you see that? <laughs> Ditch Fire. that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. So welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagy, aka Smart McGrath. And to my <laughs> right, we have two beers. Zach Pullman. What's going on, two beer? I noticed you didn't go with my AKA. Probably a good move. Yeah, just hold it. Just yeah, man, maybe we'll get to it sometime. It's probably a I good mean, move. We anyway, can only do one damn. a week. We can only do one a week. Anyway, I had a really shitty day today, so I'm very happy to be here with you boys. I had a flat tire about like a hundred miles from here. Ugh. So uh yeah. It and was the, a and the jack fun. collapsed on you? And the jack collapsed and I fucking smashed my rotor and uh yeah. Did you put the jack underneath the car correctly? Because yeah, it was I one of those real shitty little boats. When I was a kid, too. I'm not, like, super manly or anything, but, like, <laughs> I definitely had it right, and it, like, it As definitely... evidenced by you doing a wrestling podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely broke. Like, the jack broke. It was not cool. That is not cool. But to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? As we dust off the good book of Band from Ringside, the latest volume, let us bow our heads for chapter 3, verse 14, and the good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It's all good, baby. Just getting a lot of wrestling in. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm ready to talk some shit. Ready to get this motherfucker home. <laughs> and to his right, on technical support, and on just, you know, just all around friendship support, we have Murray, the Murray Man Murray. What's going on, Murray? I'm doing great, and I'm excited for friendship. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, we, we are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs. Mr. Uh, Perfect's in the house? Before we get too far into the show, obviously we have a bunch of stuff to talk to you about, but we got to mention our first two sponsors. First of all, we got Soul Taco. That's Soul Taco. That's that same Korean-Mexican fusion food that you've grown to love, hopefully, and if you haven't grown to love it, go out and get yourself some Soul Taco. They have delicious tacos, delicious burritos, delicious quesadillas, delicious kimchi fries. They are located in the UC Loop here in St. Louis. They have two food trucks driving around town, a place in Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Chicago, Illinois, and just announced on chicago.eater.com, they have... Two new spots, I believe. One in Naperville, Illinois, and one in Hyde Park, the Chicago neighborhood. So, uh, Soul Taco is doing really well, and I can only imagine that's because of the support of all you beavers out there. So, keep it up, guys, because they deserve our support. They deserve uh, all the accolades they can get because, goddamn, that's some great Korean food. That's our Korean fusion food, I should say. I went to Champagne for the first time this weekend and it was great i took a bunch of my boys oh i might have forgotten champagne but did you go yeah, yeah. i was and on my way back from michigan that was the midway point yeah uh kimchi waffle fries on point first yes. time ever yeah and then uh double uh fucking beef bulgogi and then one for the fucking hoodie yeah you gotta get one for the hood obviously Damn. and our second <laughs> the farts on the way back were Sp- great <laughs> our second sponsor tonight is jj twigs on southampton the best Thin crust St. Louis style pizza that you can get in town. That's JJ Twigs in Southampton. It's about three blocks south of Eigelberger. I go there all the time, guys. They are my regular pizza spot. Um, you can get strong drinks, delicious pizza, delicious wings. I'm not lying about the pizza or the drinks or the wings. Check, check, and if, check. If you come there and you see me, though, don't text Jason because I don't like <laughs> showing up there with them. Don't add him. Hey! Don't add him. Uh, without, well, you know, before we get to that, I do want to, you know, Top Hat always wants us to throw out the scores. What's up, so, Top Hat? At the end of last week's predictions, uh... One of us in here had a perfect week. Wasn't me. Uh, yeah, it was. It was two beers. <laughs> he was perfect for the week, so he is in the lead with 46 points. 
yours truly is in second place with 43 and tied for last is Sam and Jason Cornelius Bell with 40 points. So I Woo! see Sam was turning around looking to give you a high five and you weren't even you weren't even there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see Tag him. My partner's over here. It should have been a low five, all things considered. Yeah, I missed two. Jason missed two. <laughs> Sam missed five. And Jason and Zach missed zero. A bit better than I thought. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get to our three counts. JCB, what you got? Well, as long as we're talking about it, let's go back in time. Back to San Antonio, Texas. For the Hell in the Cell pay per view on Sunday night, main event obviously. Yeah, let's start the with cash the cash in event. with Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in Hell in the Cell. Um, it was it was a good match, decent. I wouldn't say good, good overall, decent between the two main combatants. And then at one point, all of a sudden, now here comes the Shield. Here comes Drew and Dolph. They're climbing the cage, and it literally felt like two matches into one. That's probably my biggest problem with this. To me, that's an indictment on the two guys in the ring. We don't have enough creative thought process to make an original new match. So instead, we're going to do smoke and mirrors and have Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, risk their lives 20, 25, 30 feet, however high they were up on the top of the Hell in a Cell cage giving their life and limb, trying to entertain us while Roman and Braun catch their breath. They come back down. Well, Dolph and uh, Seth fly back down. Miraculously, (laughs) Drew and and, uh, Dean Ambrose are smart enough to get back down. All of a sudden now, we're looking around and here comes some interesting music. Brock Lesnar, all of a sudden, gracious us, uh, grants us an appearance. Totally from right field, found out later that he was backstage. He comes down. I'll be honest, I was a little excited because, A, I was like, where's this going? And B, how's this all going to fit into the grand scheme of things? Go ahead. I heard that there were, that it was going around Twitter that he was backstage. Now, I'm glad I didn't catch a whiff of that because that would have disappointed me because when his music played, I was genuinely surprised. Very. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, okay, you know, we've done everything with outside on the exterior to make this match get over. Now, I guess here's the <laughs> yeah, cherry I mean, on the top of the so. cake. Brock comes down, <laughs> kicks in the door. Now we got, you know, Brock just running rampant on these two poor gentlemen. I was going to call them bums, but they're not bums. These two poor gentlemen in the ring, One and that's this. basically how it ends. No contest. My problem with this is, this is hell in a cell. How is this a no contest? It's no rules, Dude. no disqualification, <laughs> no time limit, but now, because Brock Lesnar decides he wants to destroy everything in his path, we're just going to call the match? I mean, come on! We also set the precedent earlier in the show that there are no no contests because Jeff Hardy killed himself and Orton still pinned him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Zach, what did you think about the main event? Uh, hated it. Damn. Fucking hated it. Yes. And it's one of those things where the finish ruined it so bad, and like JCB said... Uh, you know, like the match, like wasn't awful. Like I'm a Roman Reigns guy. Like I'm not like a super Roman Reigns mark, but like I support him. But this was the same match that, make, that we've seen. That makes seen. you a super Roman Reigns mark in this room. Probably, I mean, at least. You. probably. <laughs> I just think he has potential, and he's shown it before, but he's not showing not it lately. Potential. What I mean is, he's a, <laughs> he can be a good Let worker. He has the potential to be a good worker. He has the potential to put on good matches. He's done it before. He's not doing it lately because as you. Uh, eloquently put it, it's uh, drive by Superman punch spear. That's God. what. That's that the shitty part. Never more apparent than the other night. Yeah, exactly. And it was the last few matches. Um, he's had good matches. He hasn't no, had he put lately. a move on the other night where I was just like, "Holy shit, it's something different." I can't remember what it was. It's like a, it was almost like a uh, it was, was it mission. A, move. Was it the Baron Corbin chin lock that he sat in for a fucking half an hour? Yeah, it's on probably Monday? something that no, Mickey James no, has been no, doing for no. fucking years was, or some s- shit. Uh, somebody will. To back me up on this, it was either Sunday or Monday. It was in that 24-hour span that he did something that was not what his normal five moves of doom was. It was a submission move, and it caught me off guard because he never does it. Yeah, I I just think he could be a better worker than he is produced, or maybe that's just what he's in. I don't know if it's him being told that's what you need to do or what. I don't know. Anyway, I hated this match. Uh, The match itself was not bad, but what I hated about it was, like you guys said, 
you needed these guys to come down to the ring to add some kind of excitement. And we got the spear through the table and they're laid up for six to eight minutes, which whatever, that's like, you know, that's way too long selling. Then you got the guys on the top, which is cool. And that's like the coolest part of the match. They're on top of the cage. It's like reminiscent of Shane and KO. You're like, oh my God, these guys are fucking going all out. And then you have Rollins and Ziggler fall from, you know, two thirds of the way up the cage, take this huge bump. And the only reason they're doing it is because they're going to do such a shit finish that they got to give the live crowd something so they don't set the building on fire. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's that's a bit, that's essentially why they have to get rid of the Hell in the Cell shit. pay-per-view, period. Yeah. Like, Brock Lesnar's like, kick in the door, I threw an F4. It's an F5, I know. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> Never mind. You Never could, mind. That was yeah. a biggie joke. Yeah, that was yeah. a biggie joke. R. Anyway, R. Biggie. He didn't so... He threw Brock. He threw uh, Reigns on top of Brock. Like he f fived him, like on top of him. Like that could have been the finish. Like one, two, three. On top of Braun. On top, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. On top of Braun. Yeah. That could have been the finish. And then we would have had like some kind of like resolution instead of the I stupid can't believe no you're contest. getting these names mixed up. I mean, it's just it's very easy. It's Brock, Braun, Strowman, and Roman. Yeah, I know. Like, right? Why are you getting them all mixed up? <laughs> I have no idea. English is my uh, second language. I mean, to me, I, I was watching it. Um, uh, inebriated. I took off the next day just because I had a big weekend. Good man. And, I loved your comments live. I don't even know what I said. Oh, it was, oh, was, that it was all negative. It was, was great. That? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, there were parts. There were parts of it that I liked. There were parts of it that I didn't like. I didn't mind Brock coming in and fucking everything up because that was a genuine surprise. That's and if funny. you're, you're going to kick down the hell in the cell, I do mind the WCW shenanigans, like the overbook, uh, the over. Bookedness of the the entire thing, like having all like none, of, none of those guys. Thing done. I mean, right? If you include Mick Foley, yeah, eight who eight got guys. maced for no reason because it's like a no DQ situation. Include, <laughs> why do you mace the referee in a no DQ situation? That's you, over the top. No, if you include Paul Heyman, That's it took nine eight. guys to get it over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, if you include Heyman, it takes nine guys. Oh, uh, McIntyre and Ziggler. Uh, Ambrose and Rollins don't have anything to do with the match at all. It was it, just like... And it lessens them because they had the best match of the night. They did have the best match of the night. So, I mean, I don't want to bitch too much about this, but there was some good, some bad. I liked having Brock come back. When you think about that, it's only to set up the match in Australia. Then you're like, ah, so... The, or, I don't know if it's in Australia or Saudi, Saudi Arabia. So if it's only mess to set up the match in Saudi Arabia, it's kind of like... Well, fuck you. So Bron's just, or so Brock's just coming back for this huge payday, and so and, and we're, that's fine. They'll protect him. I was about to say they're not going to let him. But fuck why up are you? UFC. But they're using the Hell in the Cell finish to set up a meaningless match. That's that Roman's just going to walk away from anyway. Yeah, they didn't need to be in a cell. <laughs> The only reason they were in a cell was so those guys could take uh, possibly life-changing bumps. I mean, also, oh, for, no, for no I like McIntyre, Ziggler, Ambrose, and Rollins all did great work on top of the cell. But the the reason that they got up on the cell is Ziggler's trying to get away from Rollins. It's like when I'm trying to get away from somebody, the last thing, I, <laughs> last thing I'm doing is climbing up a chain link fence. <laughs> I say the only time I'm climbing up a chain link fence is there's the boys in blue behind me. Otherwise, these two feet are gonna get the hell up and out of here. That I was realize, too stupid. I realize that I'm arguing about professional wrestling, but God, it's so dumb. It's okay, like all right, all right. Can we? Go, I won't be do. I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this. Can we focus on the positive of Hell in a Cell for like 30 seconds? Okay, AJ versus Samoa Joe. Positive, minus the finish. Becky versus Charlotte. Great. Positive, minus a couple, you know, uh, oh, yeah, here and some, there. And, and they finally got the right person to Actually, fi- finish to win that well, let's match. Hold let's on. slow down a little bit. Yeah. AJ Joe, I actually like the finish. I like the finish you also. Like the, man, you I like the, the finish. goddamn mind. Oh, that I, I, that protects Joe in a way that. But it lessens yeah. AJ. All I remember We've been from doing AJ, that for months. Okay, so now we're just gonna shit on him some more. That's okay. That, I mean, we that, can't that's, have. That's been the mo. It did it with Nakamura. They they've done it with every few. Okay, but so that's okay. I'm not saying so it's slapping okay. slapping little kids across the face because Zach feels like it. It's no, okay. I'm, that's I'm, all I'm saying. It's better than what they have done. It's the I'm same saying. thing they've been doing. I know. Hold I know. On a and I don't. Oh, hold on. I want look. Jason, let's use your words here. What it, what was your explicit problem with the finish to AJ versus Samoa Joe? It's the when, same. When Joe got AJ to tap out while his shoulders were down, so 
and the referee didn't see AJ tap out. What's wrong with that? Because that's almost like a push, but it's but not there- a push. It's not. The problem with this is that we're using the same false finishes for the same guy, just change the opponent too many times. It's a creative problem. If you want to have a push, have a draw. Do you think that they're trying to get him to break a record? Of worst, uh, longest running title no, reign with of, the crappiest of WWE false title. finishes? Like, do you think they're getting him to like push like Punk's record? You know, I know Brock did it, but that's universal. What was the... The only reason I'm asking is... Because you could babyface wise, so it was the babyface that tapped out, which is not like a huge thing these days, but like traditionally you don't really have that happen. But if you did have it happen and AJ owned up to it, AJ could just say, You're right, Joe had me done to rights, the ref fucked it up, I'm gonna vacate the title because I should not be champion right Ooh, now. No, that would be good. But you should book the territory. But we're going to wrestle again for the title. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be good. Because that's the, the ba- territory. That's the babyface thing to do. It's the babyface thing to do. That's great. It was it, also pretty athletic that AJ was just standing straight up while he was tapping out. I mean, or standing straight up on his, basically his shoulders and I'm head. I'm not going to sit up here and deny that the man is not phenomenal. My problem is with the finish. It's same, false, what the fuck finishes. So you just don't like it because it's just fucked up. It's a fucked like, up. Like the rest of them. Yeah. And that's what you're going to remember from the AJ Styles title reign. In a it's vacuum, it's okay. But finishes. when you look at the history, the history yeah, of it, it's yeah. just like, well, damn, man, it's, it's another one. What about Rous- Rousey versus Alexa Bliss? Uh, I'll give Rousey all kinds of credit. It's the longest match that she's been in. She sold very well. It, it made her look more credible than the two squashes that she's had up to this point. Man, I like the way that she put Alexa Bliss over on Raw after after she beat her, saying that Alexa Bliss, you guys should give her a hand because she really, she was more fighter than I thought she had in it. And I will say that we said, we said this when WrestleMania came around, you know, five or six months ago, that we got to give Rousey time. She's going to become a, she, she's probably talented enough that she'll become a good wrestler eventually. And she has made leaps and bounds in terms of how she handles herself in the ring. Oh, for her experience she's level, gotten she's way, great. She's gotten way safer, and it also looks way meaner. Yep. So, now, kudos I think, Rousey. I think no it might have been a few minutes too long. Other than that, I, I liked her selling. I liked that she did sell, too, because it wasn't another squash match, like you said. Uh, the only thing that I have... Usually I like when wrestlers jaw, you know, like Kevin Owens, uh, fucking uh, Kurt Stallion, you yeah. know, like local indie guy. Um, jawing during a match is great. Ronda should just stone face beat people's asses because when she's like, yo, want to see me win the title? It's like, yeah, we do, but we see you shut up about it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. that it's, part's not good. That, if, if that's the worst thing that she's doing, that can easily change. That's not a problem. Her charisma doesn't come from her talking. No. No, it comes from her beating ass. Beating uh, that ass. Ziggler and McIntyre versus The Shield, like Zach already mentioned. That's the best. Match of the night. Match of the night. That was the match of the night. I might have liked that match more than New Day versus The Usos in a cell last year. And that was a great match. Yeah, they were both like, they were both great. That's tough. If but, I was doing a star rating thing, I might I might match them the same. I might give point two five more to Uso's New Day. Yeah, I was going to say it's just because it's of it was the all the weapon we all the but the build was much better. It was longer, but both matches are off out of control off the chain. I was but, like I was jumping up and down. My wife was watching it with yeah, me. It was and it was she a really was good thoroughly match. unenthused because I was in Michigan all weekend getting fucking blown up. Like, I was at Bellsbury just fucking taking it to the limit. That's, that's not the Zach I know. And so I drive seven hours home, and I immediately sit down on the couch to watch a fucking five-hour pay-per-view, so I'm sure she was thrilled. But she sat down next to me, and she was just like, part of it's Seth Rollins, because she fucking loves Seth Rollins. But he's, uh, he's, 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 he's a hot. pretty boy. Yeah, he's gorgeous. He's a pretty boy. Yeah. Oh, he's hot. Yeah. He's a pretty boy. But anyway, uh, she hot. was into it. She's just like, oh my God. She's like, she even said, she's like, it's nonstop. She's like, they never stop. Like, they just keep going. And I'm like, yeah, that's like the the point. Well, I kind of thought that the Hardy Orton match was a lot more physical than I expected it to be, also. Especially like, really when you guys were shitting on it the week before. And then all of a sudden, when. Jeff Hardy's ears getting ready to get ripped off his freaking head. They now me he wrong. got his attention. That was gruesome. That was like the most gruesome shit I've seen in WWE for 20 years. As a guy with gauges, yeah. big, like as big as Jeff Hardy's, 
I was cringing my ass see, off that I, whole time. See, I was, okay, so I want to ask you about this because I was thinking while he was doing it, he had the screwdriver through the gauge and then he started twisting the screwdriver. It didn't hurt. But I was like, this can't hurt. No, no. It, it just didn't. looks bad. It just, it just anybody who bad. doesn't have them, it's like, because it's great. People freak out about gauges anyways, and that's the whole thing probably behind it. Right. They know that people are weirded out by it. It was probably a backstage joke. But that doesn't hurt, right? No. Yeah, I mean, nah, I, I mean, I, if he took the screwdriver and was like ripping on it, yeah, that would yeah. hurt like hell. But he, what he was doing, made it look really bad. But Hardy was busted open across his back from the chair shots. I'm guessing. Well, and Orton, no, no, Orton his, was fucked up his, from the oh, belt. Orton yeah. was. Orton, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Orton had a chunk out of his thigh. Yeah, he was bleeding from the leg. He was that, bleeding from the arm. He was that, bleeding from the back. That. Awesome. That spot that Hardy was doing when he was swinging from the top of the that cell. That dad was going to go south. I <laughs> was like, he's gonna. He's going to fall onto his back. Yeah. But he fell into his front, which seems like the dumbest thing to do. That's funny. I was kind of banged up. I thought he was going to do a 450, but or a shooting star press or whatever. But. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, we is, don't need none of that. That man is Jason's age. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Orton, Orton, bailed out, Orton bailed out too early, and it made the finish look real bad. True. Yeah. And so, but the match was really good. Yeah. I, I shit on it beforehand. I think Orton lately has been very boring to me in the last couple of years and I think he did it out of respect for Hardy because it's going to be one of Hardy's last matches even though they wheeled him out in a stretcher and he wrestled the next fucking night right uh but he did it out of respect and like he he got banged up and I respect him for that uh, at the end of the day this was better than I anticipated it was a lot of it was more good than bad the bad was kind of Jumping out there like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, you don't, you know, you can't forget about me, bad. But in totality, this was a good pay per view. Wasn't the best that we have seen this year. It's it was damn good. sure wasn't the worst. No, I'll give, I will good. give it a, a B minus overall grade. Uh, there was not a single match in the entire on the entire card that was boring. No, yeah, it was a it was a solid pay per view. Even though I shit on it beforehand, and I was not even really excited. Uh, every match at least entertained me. Yeah, and that's all you can ask for at so this point. So without further ado, let's get to our two count. Zach. Uh, two count. Uh, 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 uh. I think I'm cute. Uh, anyway, uh, we got HBK coming back, boys. Oh, man. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Is that the yeah. HBK music? It was almost identical. Yeah, it's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I got the inflections down and everything. Not even close. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> all right, so anyway. Please. Uh, Obviously, I'm excited. Uh, so, first of all, you know we have oh, the Australia show. We have the Australia show. Uh, we've got Undertaker versus Triple H, which we knew. We we know we have HBK in the corner of Triple H, and we got Kane in the corner of the Undertaker. Uh, but recently announced, which I'm not necessarily excited for. Um, I'm really actually down on WWE for doing another Saudi Arabia show. I understand it's business, but it doesn't mean I have to be fucking happy about it. Uh, I'm they still... said that those Saudi Arabia shows make more money than WrestleMania. Oh, absolutely they do. Because... They don't make no damn sense. No, it absolutely does because Crazy. the Saudis are just paying money. Yeah, like, the government pays them. The money. government pays the money, and it's Saudi Arabia. I mean, they, it's They're all very oil rich. and yeah. well, you know. obviously, but I didn't think it was going to be to the point of outgrossing no, WrestleMania. It surprised, I mean, that's just it surprised me too. That that does not surprise me because these guys are willing to give up anything. They they asked for Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior when so they did the first one. So, so now they're like, getting they're Brock, so out of touch. In the Roman so that's why Brock's back. You know, Brock's getting you know it, more than a million dollars. It's it's more than a million dollars. You know, just to do one match. Um, so who knows what these other guys are getting? But uh, long story short, you know, we don't have the women, uh, and that's why we have Evolution. No doubt about it. These guys are doing the Evolution pay-per-view because whenever they do the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, any negative press that they get, they can say, well, four days ago we did an all-women's pay-per-view and it's historic and we're the fucking most progressive people on the planet. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, we've got the Australia show, but then uh, we also get the return of HBK. So we got HBK and Triple H in a tag match versus Undertaker and Kane. Uh, WWE has donated hundred grand to Fort Knox County because uh, that's where uh, Kane is the mayor. They donated hundred grand to the first responders to say, hey, thank you for letting us have him for a few days. But is that uh, true? That, mm-hmm. that, that really happened, $100,000. And I'm sure Kane's getting paid on top of it. He's probably there to take the pin, because out of HBK, Triple H, Undertaker, Kane's going to be the one to take the pin. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm excited just because I'm an HBK mark, and I just want to see what he looks like in the ring again. Jason, um, are you excited? 
Brock now I ain't excited, man. And I'm about to say, look, let's call it, let's, let's, let's put the focus on where this was supposed to be, okay? This Evolution pay-per-view is so historic, it's just going by the wayside. There's, what, oh. been two matches that's been announced? And they're just making these other two bookend shows for Saudi Arabia, the greatest thing since sliced Wonder Bread. I Get agree. the fuck out of here, I man. I agree with you on the that. The focus should be on where it should be. The first time, we've already been to Saudi. We've been to Saudi, where we were going back. Oh, Let's we're probably going back every year. On where it should be. Oh, they're probably home. going back two times a year. Yeah. And you know, great. What's up with Evolution? We've had two matches announced, and that's what? Five weeks away. So the next time we look up, we'll have Super Showdown already done. So they're going to have a three week build to the biggest all women's pay per view of all time for them? Man, get the fuck out of here, dude. The guys get all kinds of credit, and, and, ju- and rightfully so. That's why we come out and more times than not see them. But you're going to have an alumni of WWE superstars, good and bad. There, I know there's going to be some old ones that nobody can stand, but there's going to be girls coming back. Hopefully, AJ Lee is one of those girls that come back that are going to make this possibly... It could be so big, but they're just, just they're throwing it out there just to say, hey, you know what? Here it is. Like you said, we just did this all-women's pay-per-view. Now leave us alone while we count our $60, $70 million that we're getting away from Saudi Arabia. Yep. That's the issue. I yep. would say that, um, you know, we had a problem last year when it came to the uh, predictions because we realized that the Saudi Arabia show, which came at the end, which Zach ended up winning the whole goddamn thing off of. Yeah, I say we leave them out, honestly. And that's me that won. I say we leave them out. Are we going to leave out Evolution, though? Because Evolution seems like it's a real thing. I I will do predictions on Evolution. All I will say is this. I've seen the spoiler card. It's not cute. You've seen the spoiler card for Evolution? Yeah. God damn yeah, I saw it too. Yeah. I think I saw pieces of it too. It was I can't a, it remember was on it. Insta. It was I, on yeah, Insta. I was say, I could, if you quiz me on it, I couldn't. T- I know what the two ones are, and I saw one that was just like, Ur? I mean, that I was just, I was just creeping ex girlfriends, and I came across the fucking evolution card. You know, <laughs> dude, 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 I don't dude. have any ex girlfriends. I do. I do think it's. I don't have any ex girlfriends. It's fine. <laughs> it is. I think it's funny that WWE said that they weren't that they were going to slow down the pay per views this year, and they weren't going to do SmackDown pay. Pay-per-views and meanwhile, we've pay-per-views. got four in a and month. Meanwhile, oh yeah, and all they're doing is piling pay-per-views onto us. I, I think that um, I'm not trying to sound holier than thou. I don't think I'm going to watch the Saudi Arabia one. I just think I'm out. Like I'll just watch. What, I mean, you guys can tell me what happens. I guess, but we'll I mean, it forever. Fuck it. It is, it is a yeah. We'll kind of forever. It's, well, I can't I mean, get past okay, it. so are we not? Are we not going to do predictions for the two Saudi shows? Let's would, get it now. I would say no. And okay, here's no. the thing: no. Like, I'd rather flip a coin eight times. I was just telling Murray how much, like, as much as I would love to Who say that I would Murray? not do that show. I don't know. It's like some some Murray man. Oh shit! Oh Never mind. Murray. Murray. You said Marie. No, I said Murray. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Ava Marie earlier. Girl, like, I was like, who's Marie? <laughs> it's the yeah. quiet guy in the corner. After she got done laughing at my dick, I was telling her what I thought about the fucking Saudi Arabia show. So, uh, Looked like Yoshi. <laughs> Half of them still in the egg. <laughs> Uh, Come on, we gotta keep it moving. Come on. What I was saying was, uh, I would love to say that I would not take that money because it's pure propaganda and it's everything that I'm against. Uh, I would also, I would also love to say that I won't watch the show, but like, I'm gonna watch it just because, like, I got to see what HBK looks like in the ring, and they're that's how they're hooking us in, you know, like that's how they hooking you in. Yeah, and us is like the fucking HBK marks. Good. I'm nostalgic about it, but I'm not excited about it. At that, all. And there, there's, dude, a, yeah. I want the last memory of HBK to be in Phoenix where we were fighting the way to get up out of there. And I'm looking back and I'm just like, man, this is ain't right. And I look back again like, man, he's going to retire. I can't believe this. That's what I want it to be. I don't want it to be some half-ass, here's your fucking million-dollar payday. Thanks for showing up, HBK. I want it to be on top. Spoiler alert. Hairy-ass chest. Dumbass pants, wonky ass eye. Now get to our <laughs> three counts. Co-planet. So uh, we'll get to our three count, and uh, we're going to get to a bunch Fuck of uh, odds and ends when it comes to Raw and SmackDown later on in the show. But oh, shit. Uh, if you guys missed it, Pete Dunn versus Ricochet gave us 25 minutes on a regular NXT show. 
and goddamn it ruled. I uh, the the ending was a little uh, goofy, I would say, but for 25 minutes, those guys did everything they possibly have could have. They pulled all the stops out. It was a it was a takeover. Uh, level match by far. Oh, yeah. It could have been a takeover match. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, thoughts on that, Zach? Uh, one of the best matches in NXT is put out, uh, if not for the uh, Gargano Champa feud this year, I would say it was the best. Uh, lots of near falls. These guys are both at the top of their game. Like, Pete Dunn is so young, too. I mean, like, I. I fucking almost like shudder to think of how good Pete Dunn will be in five years when he's already this good. Um, I was super invested because, you know, champion versus champion. It just goes to show that on your regular TV, you can still provide like material that will keep people watching week to week. Like there hasn't been a match like this on Raw forever. Especially in NXT. I mean, that was like an NJPW match. It was like, hey, let's just throw these two guys together. Let's give them like half the show. Not, they're not worried about giving away the match or whatever. There's, no. They'll say, hey, let's put these two guys together because if we have to put them together again on a takeover match, they'll do something different than yeah. this. And there was kind of a schmoz finish. You know, if you want to be negative about it, you could call it a WCW finish. But really was smart booking because it's like the only way that you could really finish that match uh, because it was champion versus champion. Like I wouldn't want to take that title away from either one of those guys. Pete Dunn is the longest reigning WWE champion currently 450 plus days. That dude has held the title longer than fucking Lesnar held the fucking universal title. And he deserves that. I honestly wouldn't have minded if each either one of them had won though. Uh, JCB, what do you think? I, I agree with everything that Tubier said up to the ending. The ending that happened was probably the only way you could go with that because ultimately when WWE UK is starting, that's who you're going to want to have representing that brand as Pete Dunne. Like you said, all the accolades, all that other good stuff. It just didn't make sense for having, let's just say, Pete Dunne won. Then he'd have to bounce back and forth. You're not willing to do that. Let's give... Let's give us Smarks what we wanted, a champion versus champion match, which was off the fucking chain. But ultimately, for the long-term booking, we're going to have to go a different route, which is fine. Now you brought Adam, Adam, let's try this again, Adam Cole back into this. That's going to set up war games in November. Once the UK brand starts up, you're going to have Pete Dunne as the champ. It's going to work itself out. This the reason why I'm not as mad, this makes sense. This is storyline related versus Brock coming in, which doesn't make sense because it has it's somewhat storyline related, but ultimately it's more about the money. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, we got to keep moving on, but if you guys haven't watched it, watch Dunn versus Ricochet. It's totally worth your time. That's going to do it for our three counts. JCB, why don't you tell us about F&B Eatery, our third sponsor. Part of the Southampton Mafia, F&B Eatery on 3453 Hampton. It's Hampton and Marquette being the cross street. If you're heading south on Hampton, it'll be on your right-hand side just before you hit good old J.J. Twiggs. I was there on Friday last week, had me a Reuben. I forgot to take a picture of it, so we're going to do two pictures this week. We're going to do a picture of the Reuben that I should have took last week, and then this week we're going to do the infamous barbecue steak burger. I'm looking forward to that. Other things on the menu, definitely for the kids. You know, we got hot dogs, toasted ravioli, all that other good stuff for the big kids. You know, we got, like I said, the Reuben. You got a turkey sandwich. I'm going to have a... Yeah, the steak barbecue burger, big time hamburger, all the good stuff, adults drinks, kids drinks, right there on the corner. It's the best burger that you've never heard of, my friends. F&B Eatery, 3453 Southampton. Check it out. Tell them JCB sent you. By the way, uh, Real WrestleCast on Twitter said that the commentary was on point for that match on NXT as well. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a good race. Well, Mama Mia. Well, I mean, that's that's NXT though. Well, that's Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, he's the man. You know, he brings that Jr. kind of feel to it. Yep. Any other questions? That, nope. Okay, cool. Well, Ronaldo's a man, um, but I would also say that Byron, not Byron Saxon. What's his name? Uh, the other guy, no. Naomi McGinnis. 
No, 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 no. The black guy. Yeah, the black Percy guy. Watson. Percy Watson. Yeah. Percy Watson knows how to get in as the third guy. Like, he doesn't overstep his bounds. He's not trying to do too much. And I think that Renee Young kind of does the same thing that he does, where she doesn't try to overstep. Uh, over, like, when we were watching Ricochet versus Pete Dunn, and Pete Dunn throws Ricochet into the ring apron, like, Percy Watson probably hadn't said anything for five minutes, and he just goes, hardest part of the ring. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's where you should get it. <laughs> Add move <a> <laughs> All right, so... Um, this is banned from ringside. So we can get to some odds and ends. There's a bunch this week, so we should try to get through them as fast as possible. Let's do it. Uh, Rey Mysterio got signed to WWE, signed a two-year contract. Uh, thoughts on that? We pro or anti? Uh for him, I'm pro. Uh, for him, as a person, uh, as somebody who's looking better than he has in a lot of years, and he can get as much money as he can, and also for his son because his son's starting to wrestle, and it like bridges that gap and allows him to probably get an NXT. Uh, that's great. Um, I'm only pro in the sense that let's see what they do with him. Uh, I mean, they fucked him up before. Uh, I want him against Almas, and I want him against fucking Ricochet when Ricochet comes up. I would love to see him in the interim against Styles and, I mean, Rollins, but I think he'll probably go to SmackDown. But um, him and Almas and him and Ricochet are, are like my end game. And if they give me that and the, they fucking produce the match as well, I'm all for it. And I'm all for it anyway. Just let him get his fucking payday. Honestly, I'd love to see him against Cedric Alexander, too. Like, Oh, and also, let him dip into 205. Let him fucking face Grand Metal League. Let him fucking, Ooh, you know, like... Now that would be a match. Yeah. Just, that would be a match I would actually be Let him be dip in and for. out, you know? I, I, I get it. You need the, you know, the Latino superstar, which they haven't had since Rey Mysterio and Alberto Del Rio. They got him in Almas, but they're but, not yet behind him. Do you trust, do you trust Vince McMahon? Not at, no, not at all. But I'm just saying they, down they have him in Almas because Almas is a superstar. Do you trust Vince McMahon? His ma- no, not at all. Okay, his so, match against AJ uh, was uh, great. Almas is a superstar. I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay, he's had great matches with Daniel Bryan. Just, had great matches with AJ. I just, I just said been, I don't trust Vince booking him the way he should. That's I think that, I think that I've been perceived as being something that's anti Almas because I thought that Alberto Del Rio. Just because you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> Man, everything that everything that Almas does, Alberto Del Rio could do almost. Nah. And there are things that Alberto no Del Rio. Uh, yeah. What do you mean, cocaine? <laughs> dude, you weren't or even pain. you weren't even watching during the Alberto Del Rio. Don't fucking laugh at him. You weren't even watching during the Alberto Del Rio. I wasn't, years. but I, really I know don't you don't even know. You, have, you weren't watching when Edge was around. I don't want to hear you. I said one of the greatest tirades of all time. We and you talk, just, and you just mysteriously you seen, disappeared. Have you seen Almas' New Edge. Japan stuff? Watch Almas' New Japan stuff yeah, and tell me Del Rio fucking could do have any you of that. Seen, uh, have you seen Del Rio's AAA stuff? Nah. Of course you haven't. Nope. I almost called you idiot. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch Alberto's AAA stuff and it's I'm gonna do some bumps. Good. It's probably not as good. While he does uh, some bumps, Aiden uh, English flipped on Rusev. Well, I'll be damned. They got yeah. it right. I did. They got Becky and Charlotte right because they put the title on Becky, and they got this right too because they're making Rusev the face of this feud. I'm not sure how long this is going to last, but I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. They got this one I'll right. tell you this. It's not going to last very long for Aiden English. No, that, <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, it's good for Rusev, but Rusev's fine anyway. English is fucked. Yeah. After this, it's... He's and I like that they put the title he, on Becky. He got we, himself... I mean... Sorry, English got himself over with this Rusev Day thing. Yeah, yeah, but he, I got, mean, he got both of them over. I don't know if they're going to give him a chance to get himself over on. There, that's more of the know. issue, right? But I mean, if I mean, we he's proven himself to be able to get himself over at least once. I mean, Sandow did the same thing. But do, do you think that Aiden English can get himself over by himself? Not in the current state. If they if they swap him and do some kind of crazy overhaul in some way, maybe they'll fit him in somewhere where he can do that. T- but not they, right now. They could put him in a tag team with. I don't know. Yeah, because the tag team division is so important in WWE. They're just going to job him to Rusev I'm just and then fucking kick him to the side. He's definitely yeah. going to get jobbed Bingo. to Rusev. He's yep. probably going to get kicked to the side, but there have been worse guys who have gotten themselves over. They'll make him Aiden job English, to Lana. Watch I'll it, tell watch you what. It. I'll tell you what. If they would have ridden this Rusev, Aiden English thing from the get-go, 
they'd be on top of it right now. If they would have been like, hey, the crowd's behind these guys, Rusev Day, Rusev Day, let's ride this shit, Aiden English would be way bigger than he is now, and he got legit heat when he turned on Rusev the other night on SmackDown. I agree. agree. Legit heat. I agree. They could be wrestling like Sheamus and Cesaro, I know they're on the different brands, but I mean, that's a good tag team for them to wrestle. Yeah. I I agree. My favorite moment of the week on Raw and SmackDown was when Elias was out doing his thing. (laughs) Oh, man. And Leo Rush came out. Leo Rush came out, started cutting a pretty good promo. And then Elias' response to it was, stop, stop, stop. Whose kid is this? That was the best. I mean, that was the best line. That might be the funniest. That might be the funniest line that's happened on Raw or SmackDown in five years, dude. It was so fucking good. Whose Man, kid that is was this? So gold. And he goes, seriously, what parent allowed their child to wander from them so far that they ended up on the ramp and got a microphone? <laughs> They are just missing the boat with Elias. Just get him some freaking matches. He's got the one thing that you need to get over, he has. He can work the mic. You got to get him some Ed Rig experience. I don't know, man. If I was him, I'd just be fine working the mic. Like, yeah. uh, you well, know, I mean, I he's biding take- his time. I mean, he's biding his time until... It's like he's not losing any cachet at no. all. If I could collect a paycheck and keep my steam going every week by just strumming a guitar, that's what I'm doing. He'll be okay. a top guy in a couple years. Okay, I, yeah. I guess. I, He'll I be agree. a top guy. They're just they're actually kind of probably doing him right by slowly getting the yeah, fans. Yeah, because they haven't him. they haven't fucked him up yet. Exactly. And when yeah. and they're as no a wins heel or losses as a heel. He still says WWE stands for, and the entire place says walk with Elias. Yeah. Look, I'm not disagreeing. In Australia, do you know what the match is that he's in in Australia? Well, I'm scared to ask. It's Cena and Lashley in a tag team versus Elias and Owens. <laughs> that is the Australia match. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow <laughs> is right. I, uh, oh, I mean, talk wow. about two of the stalest. Uh, I'd rather watch a kangaroo jack off. Satan. <laughs> Just reach down in that pouch. Yeah. And just get it jerking done. the pocket. Dude. Just slapping the, the pocket. Dick's not in the pouch, is it? I don't know, but it's funnier that way. No. Oh, Jesus. So, the dick's in so, the pouch. Is, so is Cena and Lashley on the same team? Cena and Lashley. Oh, God damn, that's going to be so boring. They announced it on Raw. I just watched it before I came in because I didn't watch Raw at all. Well, half that shit, I'll fast forward through anyway. Yeah, I should say half. Owens and Elias could headline WrestleMania someday. Yeah, like, that's awesome, those, but, those two yeah. guys are awesome together. Yeah. I bet they're really funny together. Does that mean they're starting a feud between Cena and Owens? I hope not. I think they're just bringing Cena back just because it's a huge okay. payday. That's, That's all it is. That's yeah, but the, the, the real feud is obviously between uh, Lashley. He's going to do his new finisher, whatever that is. Uh, does it? Uh, so mm-hmm. when when uh, Engli- I got the shirt on too. When English mm-hmm. turned on Rusev, it was after a Rusev versus Nakamura match for the U.S. title. So what's it say about what they've done for Nakamura that? They've put the U.S. title on him. He was the middleman in a Hardy versus Orton mat, uh, Hardy Hardy versus Orton feud. Excuse me. And now he's the middleman in a Rusev versus Aiden English feud. I mean, that says to me that they put the belt on him without knowing what the hell to do with him afterwards. Oh yeah. Do you think that English turned on both of them because English is uh, not either one's first language? <laughs> <laughs> You stupid! <laughs> <laughs> it's a genuine question. It's, it, it makes more sense than any other booking that they've done. Oh, that no. is a really good it's, joke. It's, 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 <laughs> and I, I, I'm gonna come after it, so I don't care. I, I, I ain't scared. Um, Nakamura's an afterthought. Once again, it's <laughs> he needs to go back to New Japan, dude. Immediately, oh, yeah. immediately, really right now. Is, yeah, I was getting ready to say this is. This is his ceiling. I bet his mom has a really good dinner cooked for him (laughs) when he gets back. Waiting. All right, wait. So we've we've gone the entire podcast without talking about uh, the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. They had the match the other night, which is Miz and Maurice versus Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Um, Miz TV, like everybody thought. this feud is obviously not over. Daniel Bryan came out and beat up Miz, T- beat up Miz after Miz had Maurice on Miz TV, which I genuinely liked. I mean, I think that 
The Miz is great, obviously. Thoughts? It's, it's hard for at least for me. It's hard not to like uh, the segment after another deceptive win by Miz and Maurice. I guess the ultimate problem with this is I just I rather not even have the match. Just build it storyline wise and then have the match that's coming up as the second match because ultimately that's the match we're worried about and now they put you know a stipulation on it that the basically the winner is the number one contender and he'll face the winner of right. AJ versus, versus Daniel Bryan so is now, the number one contender which is a, uh, something they should do all the time they should always have number one contender matches just because it puts a little bit more juice on these matches that have nothing behind them there's some stakes yeah I I didn't mind the mixed tag, even though I hate mixed tags, the I only did, I and again, too. I yeah, you didn't like it. No, the only reason is because like I just have empathy, and I think like oh that'd be really cool if I could like do this with my wife, like the thing that I love, and like that's probably cool for them. It's not necessarily for us. That's that's a match that's more for them. Like they're having fun out there. If they're having fun, if they're not, then it's fucking stupid. But if that's what they want to do, and it's they're like having fucking fun, karaoke, man. It's not for the yeah, audience. It's exa- for you. But it was fine for what it was. Unless uh, I'm doing. The only thing the that sucked is it kind. <laughs> the only thing that sucked is it kind of lessens the feud because the feud's hot, and that like just makes it real gimmicky and and you know kind of cheesy. Whereas like that feud is hot. Like if you watch, you know, Miz dogging on Daniel Bryan about bingo halls like two years ago and then we have the matches that we have like we don't need the mixed tag in the middle it just kind of it prolongs it I, I, it prolongs I don't, it, I don't mind whatever. I mean it's a, it, if they're going to have Miz go against Daniel Bryan for five or six months and this is one way to make you go five or six months fine and you're doing weekly TV fine just get us to WrestleMania uh, yeah, that's all I'm, I ask I'm, that's I'm the, fine. to me that's the payoff or Survivor Series or wherever the fuck they're going with Tie it Tiebreaker needs to be at Wrestlemania Man, that's a long way away. That I'm, is, I'm, I'm, good. That I'm is not saying they're going to make it. I'm just six saying months in, away. In, in, in J-Bell land, if I'm running this shit, I will figure it out. Their tiebreaker will be at WrestleMania. Miz so, throws Daniel Bryan over the top rope for the Royal Rumble? I mean, no, I think... I, I, no, because uh, I, think I want Daniel to, Bryan to have to win the championship back. It's always good for the... the face to chase. If they're going yeah. to do that, then the Miz has to like try to break Daniel Bryan's neck again or something like he has to or try to give him a concussion or something like he he has to do something to pile heat exactly to make the to make Daniel Bryan go away for a couple months you don't think Daniel Bryan wants to go away for a couple months has spent time with the kids it can be done you just have to figure it out um Undertaker's promo did you fall asleep three five or seven minutes into it uh three I honestly don't care uh great Kane yeah I turned it off and then went to a raw from like 1998 and watched one of those promos <laughs> and the Undertaker was cutting the same promo but it's more intensity and then, yeah, and then yeah. when you were done with that raw you came back to the live raw and still Undertaker was, was still, still cutting the promo it. yeah and he was going rest in peace. Yeah, it's it's the reliance of old stars, and it's starting. To, it's really. I starting can't believe to get more how apparent. much that crowd pops for a current day Undertaker cutting a promo on Shawn Michaels, though. It, it's this. It's the nostalgia factor. It is. Right? Well, it nostalgia is. If for I was in the, the crowd, week, I'd as my brother Jacob would say, I'm an enormous Undertaker mark. I always have been. Growing up, he was my absolute favorite. Even up until like you know five years ago. I don't want to see him any more than I want to see either of the Bellas on television. Yeah, you're right. What what I'd like to see is Elias versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. Something right. new. I'd like to see something fresh. Um, there like was a gender ball championship run the last six months. You know, something fresh. Well, I was... <laughs> don't I was, ever say that again. I was down with that for three months. <laughs> don't ever say that again. Because this might actually get a uh, that. Real quick, crazy. who is Orton going after? He said he was in the booth... Or he was in the van saying he was going after somebody. Who's he going after? AJ Styles, I'm guessing. Rey Mysterio. Who gives Nakamura? A shit? All right, and can you guys can you guys can you guys do 90 seconds on Ishii versus Omega? I didn't watch the match. Best match I've seen all of wrestling all week since I saw you guys last. Um, Ishii is going to be a champion at some point. It's just it's a matter of time. It's just not on the Kenny Omega. How old is at this he? Point. I think he's in his mid... Somewhere between 25 and 60. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell. You can't tell. I think he's in his mid-20s to late-30s. I'm not 100% sure. He, there's still enough Is time for him. Is he younger than the Omega? I don't think so. 
I think Kenny is the younger. I, I love think Kenny's Ishii. late. late Ishii's going to look the same in 40 years. It, I'm gonna, the I'm match gonna... was stiff. It it had a couple callbacks. Uh, a silly spot with Kenny Omega jumping out of the ring trying to double uh, foot stomp Ishii on this table. Oh, that barely, was rough. Barely got him, but then, you know, got him on the elbow. It's it's worth the watch if you get a chance to watch it. It's about 30 minutes out of your life. You'll appreciate yeah. me later. Absolutely worth yeah. watching. Not the best Omega Ishii match. I think I still reserve that for the 2017 G1. Uh, they've wrestled four times before this. I uh, think all of them were better, but this wasn't that. It wasn't yeah. like it was the no completely shit. It's like it saying just, like the worst blowjob you ever got. I still came. Um, so ew. that was good. The you're welcome, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> the the two that as listen. far as destruction went, I actually liked uh, Suzuki Naito more than I liked that match, and I also liked really. I also liked the Golden Lovers versus Osprey and Ishii more. That was my favorite match. So it okay, goes, I don't for, have a problem with that. Yeah, I was going to uh, say it's it's great to have good tag team matches. Go ahead. Uh, before we get out of here, did you guys watch week three of? The May Young Classic. I am going to say that I think I said this last year too. I, I I'm going to predict to win. She is in the finals. Damn, dude! Whoa, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm sorry. Like I thought you guys had the internet. I was watching the whole thing. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I was. Go- I wasn't going to say anything out of respect because Sam. he hadn't seen it. Sam, <laughs> just edit it out. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I just, thought, I just thought it was like common knowledge, like you know the earth. I know, is, like the earth is you flat. Know. You know, Santa Claus isn't real. I didn't know. I, was, I know. That's I was why I didn't say it. anything. Well, that's a good prediction. I was then. just kind of like. I just thought you were sticking to kayfabe style. I don't know. Sorry. No. All right, uh, Sam. Can you cut it? Just. All right, we got some birthdays this week. Uh, Matt Hardy is 44. Kyrie Sane, last year's May Young Classic winner, is 30. Stephanie McMahon is 42. Sonya Deville is only 25. And Asuka is 37. Hey, everybody, we know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you taking that the time to listen to ours for Shock City Studios for JJ Twigs for Soul Taco for F&B Eatery for Sam the Muller Mall for Murray the Murray Murray Man Murray 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 How many Murrays? Murray 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 Shameless plugs all day all day every day check for Two Beers Zach Pullman for Jason Cornelius Bell, I am Bill Vegan. Everybody, boo the hell! Boo. Boo.